Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me. It's your host Priscilla. And Diana. And what's this week's W? This week's W, we're getting to know each other. So, let's go ahead and start with Diana. Ooh, Please okay. tell us where you're from. Okay, so I am, I'm from Texas. I was born and raised in Austin, Texas, but the last five years... I've been living in Denton, Texas, which if you don't know where Denton, Texas is, you really aren't missing out on anything. It's like only uh, 40 minutes away from Dallas, so I just tell people that I'm from, I'm, I've been living in Dallas. Okay. But yeah, true Texas girl, and I'm new to Colorado. Why did you move to Colorado? Um, so I've been in Texas my entire life, and I was presented the opportunity by my sister. She was like, hey, like you're about to graduate college, like why not come experience something new? And honestly, like, I've always felt like I was outgrowing my current, my old environment. And so I wanted to challenge myself and really be like, okay, you know, like, let me go to a whole new state where I don't know anyone, first of all, where the only person I know is my sister. It, even the climate is different. So I was like, sure, why not? And it's so expensive to live here. Do you like Colorado? I definitely like it. It's a really nice Don't state. Lie. No, I <laughs> I do. I do. I think it's it's one of those like I miss Texas a lot, but I also feel like Colorado just has so many things to offer. And I think no matter where I go, I will always truly have Texas in my heart. <laughs> and what about like Colorado people? What do you Oh, girl, let me tell you, I think the hardest thing that I've had to adjust here in Colorado is that there's not a lot of diversity. It's a lot of like, you know, you think so? I don't know if it's because the areas that I go to, because I mostly hang out in like Denver, Westminster, and it's mostly, you know, um, white America, Caucasians. (laughs) Um... And I, I don't really see a lot of Latinos. I don't really see a lot of other ethnic groups. So I think that's what I, yeah. I miss about Texas a lot. I feel like you'll get more diversity in Aurora. That's what everyone <laughs> says. But I've also heard to stay away from Aurora because it can be kind of dangerous. So. Yeah, depending what place you go yeah, to. Yeah, but Colorado's not bad. It's a beautiful state. Definitely recommend 10 out of 10. Um, but Texas definitely has better food. <laughs> um, so tell us about your family. So I, <clears throat> well, first of all, my parents are from El Salvador. And that sounded so white, El Salvador. <laughs> They're from El Salvador. <laughs> and they migrated from El Salvador, uh, I think about over 30 years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I have an, old, um, an older sister who is... 36 and I'm 23 so she's hella old but yeah my parent my dad used to be a businessman in El Salvador and he used to also be a FIFA referee back in like the dinosaur ages so he'll any, the dinosaur no literally ages. any opportunity he gets to talk about his soccer career girl he will sit you down and talk to you for days but honestly he has a really cool story and hopefully he can share his story with us down the line yeah hopefully we could bring him yeah on the show. and then my mama is a business owner she's a hairstylist and she's been doing hair since she was like 21 oh yeah that's so <laughs> cute and what about your school so i went to public school up until the fourth grade and then from fifth grade to twelfth grade 
I went to a charter school called Kip Austin. What was the middle school's name? I don't know, but the high school's name was Kip Austin Collegiate. Um, and then I went to the University of North Texas where I'm going to graduate in like less than seven weeks from now. Yay! I'm so excited! Yay. <laughs> but yes, and that, you guys, is a lot. There's so much to cover in that little scenario itself. So, what is something personal that you want to share with the audience today? Um, I think so. If there's something that I want people to know about me is that I, let me think. <laughs> I am very much the type of person that I don't, I don't think anything's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if I honestly, my mindset is like, if Jayla could do it, then why can't I? And I can sometimes be a little delusional in the sense of that I dream very big and I'm a very ambitious person. Um, but definitely yeah I don't think that's a bad thing yeah you know yeah and you know I feel like also like I'm I'm just I'm no I'm as normal as it gets I've struggled with like mental health I struggled with my body image I struggle with overcoming you know challenges that you encounter as a first gen Mm -hmm. especially when your parents don't really know what's going on um, and all of that, which I'm excited to kind of share with everyone and kind of give my two cents on what I've learned at, so far at my young age. Yeah, I agree with you. So now that we kind of kind of saw the tip of the iceberg about me, what about you, Priscilla? Tell me, where are you from? So I am from Colorado. I am a native from here. It's Ooh. very rare. Yeah, I've heard that meeting native people from Colorado, they call you guys unicorn. Yes, I I love Colorado. I you know obviously I've traveled to different places, California, New York, you know Florida, but there's nothing like Colorado. You know, like when you go back, like like for you for Texas, when mm-hmm. you go back home, it's like home. Yes. Know? But this is, for me, this is, like, everything, you know, because I, like, know everything. I know a lot of people and just, She said, I'm popular. No, not, like, that (laughs) way, but, no, like, more kind of, like, you know, like, cool people, I guess. Yeah. Um, No, yeah, I... I love Colorado. You know, every everything about Colorado and just like the outdoors. What's your favorite what if you had to choose one thing, like what's your favorite thing about Colorado? <laughs> You're probably gonna make fun of me. It's probably what everyone says. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Hiking. Oh my god. I kid you not. Everyone in Colorado just loves It's just like No, it's, it's pretty it, it's different. It is. Know? In Texas, our hiking is definitely not Colorado hiking. I went hiking the other day for the first time, like a real hike. <laughs> not that I haven't hiked in my life, but it was so pretty. Yeah. But I was like It's I mean, just like it's very I don't know. I feel like once you get done hiking, you feel yeah. so positive, so happy, you know. I don't know you, if it's all the oxygen, you know. <laughs> the lack of oxygen. <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool. There's beautiful, beautiful sights. There's very beautiful. So I you mean, like hiking. Do you like fishing? Okay, no, I'm not there okay, yet. Okay, good. I was like, girl, I can deal with the hiking, but if you tell me let's go fishing, <laughs> I'm going to be like, no, thank you. You can go by yourself. No, I, you know, hiking is definitely a number one thing. Also, like, I have huskies. Like, everyone here has huskies. That's so true. So, it's like, you kind of have to walk all the time. Yeah. No, um, 
Yeah, I'm pretty, you know, anything outdoorsy. Like, but I don't know, like, how to ride a bike or anything like that. Like, okay, so anything that requires just walking. Just walking. Got it, got it. <laughs> and so how long has your family been here in Colorado? So my parents migrated here about, like, what, 30 years ago, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, our parents kind of came around the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, they're from Camargo, Chihuahua. Okay. So, um, yeah, my dad came here when he was, like, 15. Really? Yeah, he was the first person in, you know, like, his whole family to come over here. And That's so young. Yeah, he lived with my uncles, well, my mom's brothers here. And from there, he started bringing all his brothers over here all my uncles he he brought all my uncles over here he brought my grandmother over here um so he brought the whole crew he said you yeah. guys let's go yeah literally yeah oh, it was okay. he said it was kind of challenging because you know i mean yeah he was pretty young yeah obviously you don't you know when you go to a different country you kind of like have to get used to you know the rules and just like and the language barrier yeah and that was a very like big part of does your dad speak do your parents speak english my dad he actually speaks really good english now oh really okay yeah you could have a full-off conversation yeah my parents speak english i mean my parents are older like my dad is 72 right now my mom's like 60 I don't know how old my parents are. They've <laughs> but, always lied to me. <laughs> They've always lied to me. No, I get that. But, like, they speak, they my, they understand it very well, mm-hmm. 100% fluent. They can understand, and they can my speak it. My mom is not so, like, she understands it. She just refuses to speak it. No, I understand. She'd my, be like, hablame en español. No, like, my dad's like that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, they... I think they get a little self-conscious because they have, like, that thick accent. accent. Mm-hmm. But they can have a whole conversation. But my dad's like, you're Hispanic. Like, yeah, it's like... You're going to speak Spanish in my house. I'm like, Dad, okay. Like, <laughs> speaking Spanish doesn't determine how Hispanic I am. But I respect the language. And yeah. I, I'm glad I'm bilingual. And I feel like that was kind of, like, growing up, you know, when you're younger and you kind of have to like translate for your parents when you're you were younger oh like you're seven years I, old and they're like can you read this lego document no, like mija ordename unas papitas like from yeah. mcdonald's or something you're like oh my god this is so like i i will admit i was kind of embarrassed to translate for my parents like i really was i was not the type to kind of like translate for my parents or anything like that my older sister had to do it because i just no and I, like, all through, actually, elementary and middle school, I would refuse to speak Spanish. But that's kind of, like, what my dad made it a rule. You know, like, every yeah. time we're home, we speak Spanish. And every time we're in the table, we speak Spanish. I feel like that's a common rule because my parents try to, like, Americanize me, if you will. Um, Spanish was my second language. Like, I didn't learn Spanish first. I learned English first. They really wanted me to fit in. Mm-hmm. But I was... And, you know, when I was little, I was not aware that I was different. I really, I had no idea because I spoke English. I read English. I wrote English. My friends were white. And my mom really tried her best to kind of make sure I didn't know that my skin color could set me apart. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got older that I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Why are you being weird about, (laughs) why are you being rude to me? 
And then, as you know, as I started to mature and I was like, oh, it's because I'm brown. Yeah. I see. But it, we had the same rule. My dad would tell me that at home I had to speak Spanish and at school I could be, speak English. But the crazy part is that I, to this day, I will talk to my parents in English and no response to me in Spanish. No, I kind of, my dad kind of gets mad at me when I t- talk to him in English. He kind of gives me that face like, like why I'm going to slap you <laughs> if you start speaking Spanish. But no, um, yeah, that was a really big role. And especially my parents kind of like put that like at home we speak Spanish, but you learn English outside of home. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got like to learn English, you know, through school, through my friends. Yeah. That's. That was pretty much it. And plus, I went to uh, an elementary where, you know, we had... Like the bilingual classes? Yeah. We had a big diversity. Like, really, really big. You know, like, there was hardly any white kids in my school. Yeah, no, same. My mom, she told me that she didn't put me in bilingual because she really wanted me to fit in with the white kids. I hated those classes. But I didn't... I was in those classes all throughout high school. And I could not pass the damn test. No, I, in high school, my junior year, I didn't, that's when I started to learn how to read Spanish and write it. So really? I can, yeah. I was like 16, 17. You know, the weird thing about my parents, they really only taught me how to speak it. I never learned how to read it or spell it. <laughs> yeah, same with <laughs> my parents. They never taught me. Yeah. So I had to literally teach myself how to spell it and, and read it. Same. Like, and to this day, like I can read, I can read it fine. But do not, do not ask me to spell it. I still it. like. I'm not gonna I lie. I still use Google Translate. I use Google Translate all the time, girl. <laughs> what do you mean? So you have yeah, a sister. <laughs> yeah, definitely for work too. So you have a sister. Or how many siblings do you have? I have two sisters. I have an older sister and uh-huh. a younger sister. Okay. The oldest is 26, and the youngest is 17. So I'm the middle child. Ooh, girl, you got middle child syndrome. I really do. You know, it's kind of like you're in between of, like, your parents not really caring about you. You know, Because <laughs> like, they forget like, about you. Yeah, it's like the first one, oh, my God, we love the first one. And then it's like the last one, we love the last one because it's the last one. Well, yeah, I'm And then baby. the middle one, it's just like, all right, yeah, you know. like Yeah, you're there. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, my, my grandma raised me, so I was technically raised by my grandma. But oh, oh, that's cute. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know yet. I don't know my grandparents, but that's a story for another day. So, what is something that you like personal? Tell me. What's let's get deep for one second, or kind of deep, but not really. Let's just something personal. I feel like I kind of, you know, I kind of didn't care for friends. You know, people always kind of tell me that I I know how to make friends and I know how to have conversations with people but finding that connection with someone okay. where you relate with them and you actually vibe with them and just like they're on your same level it's it was very difficult for me throughout high school throughout even middle school you know I middle school I had a really bad depression because that's when my grandmother passed away and she was my mother technically mm-hmm. and I kind of I feel like I kind of closed myself in middle school. I kind of distanced myself from a lot of people. And it was just really hard. I really didn't care for friends in middle school. And, 
you know, I was bullied in middle school. Oh I really my god, was. me too. Yeah, I was bullied for my weight. I was bullied for my <laughs> weight too. I was bullied by guys, man. That's why I can't talk to you. You know what? <laughs> I was bullied by guys, but then I would bully them back and they would be so hurt that they would think I'm the mean girl. And I was like in school, I was like the mean girl that no one wants to talk to cuz they hurt your feelings type. No. I was that girl. I was really like no, you I know. I was, I was more uh more you know sincere towards girls like if they would bully me i'd be like you know what you're a girl i don't care but if it was like a guy bullying me i'm like all right you know what i'm gonna sit your ass down like, and no I'm, gonna, like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you what's up like you know but no yeah throughout like guys and stuff like i like you know i just like i I didn't have a boyfriend through middle school i really didn't care for boyfriends you know i just cared about like <laughs> Trying to mentally, like... Try to survive middle school. Literally. Okay, honestly, though, people at that age, they're assholes. Like, kids are mean. I was bullied so... I was bullied in middle school. I was still continuing to be bullied in high school. Like, when I tell you I hate it, this is why I hate people. Because I'm like, why do you have to be so rude? Yeah. But, you know, I think if I didn't go through those experiences, not that I'm condoning the actions of those people, I, it wouldn't have built, would it? But the thing with me in middle school, I, I literally would get bullied, like, and people don't know this about me, actually. I, like, people think I was, like, just the mean girl, but it was because I was getting bullied, and it was actually to the point that my middle school put, gave me a therapist. They yeah. hired a therapist, and they, they say bullies are bullies they, because they themselves are getting bullied by mm-hmm. someone. And I would take it out on my teachers. Oh my god! Ask anybody that went to middle school with me. Oh I gosh. was the kid in the office. I was the kid that would throw pencils at the teachers. Oh, we were so different. I was really we are so I was, different. I was such a bad kid, and I, I would, was a no, perfect like, kid. No, I was such a bad kid. I would get into fights. Oh my god, we I are was so that different. Kid. I was that kid that I actually threw I actually threw a pencil in my science teacher and it landed in his butt crack. <gasps> Priscilla! Oh my god, you were wild. Yeah. I was the perfect kid. I never talked back to my teachers. I never got detention. I never oh, got girl. in trouble. I was super nice. I was quiet. I was shy. I was like the teacher's pet, kind of. No. You know what? I was the teacher's pet, but to teachers that I actually cared and liked. All my teachers liked a me. Lot, I actually had a lot of teachers that really cared for me and would be like, Priscilla, come on, you have to try your best. You have to, you know, stop having attitude to the other teachers. But I would respect those teachers that would actually care for me. But the other teachers that just like, like my science teacher, everyone knows I hated my science teacher. Oh my God. Like with the passion. Girl. Like. He was so rude to me. I would hate to be a teacher. And I was that type of kid back then. Like, if you're rude to me, I'm going to be ten times ruder to you. You were? Like, I really You still don't. are. <laughs> that has not no, changed. Now I kind of, like... Oh, you have a little more. A little yeah. more self-control. Just a tad more. <laughs> no, now I realize. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just whatever. I know. Point, you know? No, but it's crazy because if you think about it, I feel like we both we both have similar backgrounds but so different. Like yeah. we're both first gen, first gen here mm-hmm. in the states. We're also first gen students. Yes. And not only that, but like we've gone through our own stories of being bullied. We've gone through our own stories of struggling in school. We've gone through our own personal 
battles and stuff like that. Yeah, and especially like through school, you know, like you kind of like all throughout school, the only thing that I would like actually push me to try my best were my parents. You know, they 100%. did not they did not just come here to oh, have yeah. You know, a kid, not... A bum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's what got me through college was my parents. Because I was like, oh my God, my parents are sacrificed so much. They struggled. I mean, imagine, personally for my parents, they were successful in their country. Very high status people. And then coming here to clean houses and clean restrooms at a hotel. Like, it's mind-blowing how... One day they were so successful, and at the next they're literally at the bottom of the food chain, and that's what caught yeah. me through school. Cause I was like, my parents did not go into debt and did not do all these sacrifices for me to not do anything with my life. Exactly, like you know, I it, I go back and think about like my mom, like she was a teacher in her country, and she had a farm, and you know, she was just from El Rancho, you know, like, everyone knew her, like, she was a great cook, she still is a great cook, you know, my grandmother, she had a restaurant out there, she was really known, she used to sell dresses, I just want to, dresses and stuff like that, I want to know if your mom's a good cook, and your grandma's a good cook, what happened with you, okay, first of all, (laughs) I don't know how to bake and all that, but, you know, girl, I made you rice the other day, what you mean, the, the one thing, (laughs) <laughs> I think it skips a generation because no, but I, I know she's teaching me. Well, the person that actually taught me how to cook is my grandpa. Aww, and that's he cute. actually, yeah, because I would, you know, go visit him all the time. But no, he taught me how to cook, so I know how to cook. I'm just testing you. <laughs> oh, you're testing me. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> no, well, but. Yeah, and my dad, he was, you know, a salesman out there and still is here, you know. He, I guess that's kind of where I get my... The my, business, yeah. entrepreneur side? Yeah. yeah. No, that's crazy because yeah. my family has a business background too. Like, my uncles have their own car dealerships um, and they're super successful out in California. And my 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 parents, obviously... Um, we used to have like a quinceanera business. Ooh. We used to do like photography, video, go- video, video. Go- oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Taking yeah. videos, <laughs> um, and like maestro ceremonia, maestro de vals, and all that stuff. Yeah. And my sister and I were part of that. So, oh, that is so cute. Yeah, it was like a family business, and then my dad got old. <laughs> no, yeah, my dad when he came out here, the first thing he started doing was DJing. He would DJ for bars. He would DJ for... That's where you get it, girl. Your dad, your dad did be wild. Yeah, no, yeah. He he used to do all that. And he actually still... I remember he had so many CDs in this big, big album. He would just you have know? albums and albums of, like... Literally, Same. he loves, like, literally 80s music, 90s music. You know, like, basically where he grew up. But I remember he had... He always listened to Tupac. That was his number one thing, Dr. Drake, Eminem. Oh, like, your, dad, that was your dad is hit. No, he that was like I. We still have the CDs, you know, and he was into Biggie too, and that's where I got. You know, we always get into fights because he's more of a Tupac and I'm more of a Biggie, you know. Yeah. But no, yeah, he, you know. Girl, my dad raised me on the boogies <laughs> and like the <laughs> old school. Uh, songs like my dad has a record player and he has like all the beatles 
what do they yeah. call CDs or uh, records? The, yeah, the vinyls. Yeah. Um, and who was like that Queen something? I can't even remember. Queen. Queen, yeah. Yeah, it's just Queen. Girl. Oh, it's just Queen. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Girl. <laughs> but it's crazy how our parents, like, it's so crazy to think our parents were, like, cool back then. You know what? Yeah. And my dad was pretty, pretty cool. And he, if any of you guys know my dad, back then he was very, like, scary looking. He was that he guy. He still is. But he was that guy that had long hair, the ponytail long hair guy. Really? Yeah, he was oh, that guy. That's crazy. Yeah, and he was, like, it would, I still have memories. Like, he would play so much basketball. Like, literally. He would mm. literally go to the gym type of thing and put me in daycare there. And just, like, with all my cousins and stuff. Yeah. And No, my dad, back in the day, he was a ladies' man. I mean, he was an athlete. And, like, my dad, not a lie, wasn't ugly. Wasn't ugly. <laughs> but it's, like... He was super into soccer. I, re- I tried playing soccer. I tried, like, making him proud. But yeah. mm-hmm. I freaking hated running after a ball in 100-degree weather in Texas. So I was oh. like, no, this is not for me. Yeah. But it's crazy, huh? You know, I think the really cool thing about this podcast is that we we just want to share, like, like I said, we want to share the struggles of growing up Latina in the United mm-hmm. States. And not only that, but being a, a Latina... And having to kind of navigate territory that you have no guidance on, like, like yeah. going to college or finding a, a profession, you know, starting a career, not just a job, but an actual career. Um, mental health, girl, mental That's health real. is like not a thing in our community. Yeah, I, you know, in my parents' house, they don't believe in depression. They don't believe. In oh, same, hundred percent. Like, there's no. My mom would be like. No. My mom's like, like, go to church. Yeah. That's, it's Satan. And I'm like, okay, that's yeah. not how it works. She would be like, well, back then, there was no such thing as that. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. it's like, it is a thing. Yeah. You know? Or they, something serious that you actually have to take into consideration and 100%. actually, like, you know, care for. Yeah. And not only that, but it's like, our parents need therapy, too. That's why we have so much trauma. Because <laughs> it's like, it because mental health is not a thing in the um hispanic latin community mm-hmm. it's like a cycle like we don't break these on un- these toxic cycles we keep pushing it onto the next generation and next generation and and not only that but i think another big thing is like latino parents can be very critical of you like yeah. i struggled with my my weight i struggled with my self-image because it's like Mija, like, tienes que ir al gimnasio or vas a comer eso no and, my you know, thing was like my dad would always tell me I was supposed to be the boy in the family because you know (laughs) everyone my age like all my cousins my age are boys like there's no girl my age so my dad like kind of like you know was like so rough on me because of that you know yeah but I yeah so that's that's what tell me is all about it's we want to share our stories about growing up in this country with our um, parents who migrated and not only that, but kind of share the advice that we've been given and pass down the tips that we've learned and tell them about our special guest. Like, what can I look forward to? Yeah, so next week's special guest, um, they're definitely going to have their background stories as well as their education, um, what steps they took to succeed in life, what steps they're still taking you know, and they're going to be sharing their main keys and points of 
how to succeed and what it took for them to get to where they are today. Yeah. So Tell Me is really a place where we want to let you know that we know what it's like to struggle with these common challenges that present themselves as a young adult and especially as a young adult who is part of the Hispanic Latin community. And not only that, like, we just want to welcome everyone. You know, everyone has a story. Everyone goes through something. And we just want to connect with you guys and And, kind of Oh, it's good that you said that because it is open to everyone because a lot of cultures have a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. And I think in general... And I think we just have to realize that. You know, we have to kind of, you know, open up and kind of have, like, that connection with everyone. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we all are part of one species. We're all human. And we, and whether whatever your background or ethnic background is, transitioning from a young adult into an actual adult is not easy for it's rough. anyone. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I would like to stop speak to the manager right now because I want a refund. And so that's what, the, yeah. that's what the goal is with Tell Me is just to bring young adults together and really just tell you, hey, you're not alone. We got you. And unite as one. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, when we were obviously his Latinas ourselves, so obviously a lot of our stories is going to come from a Hispanic point of view. Mm-hmm. But really, it's, a, it's open to everyone. And we welcome everyone and anyone who feels like they can identify with us. And so that's it for today. And stay tuned for next week's episode where we're going to dive into the struggles of first-gen students and we'll have our first special guest.